Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Happy New Year. Happy Holiday. (laughs) I was actually thinking you were going to say a different or sing a different song. What? Because I'm happy. No. Um, Happy New Year to you. Like happy birthday. Oh, yeah. No. Happy New Year, everyone. Hope you're having a beautiful start to the new year, 2021, baby. Woo! When we're recording this, unfortunately, we're not actually in 2021 yet, but I just ruined this. Yeah, I was, I was Did like, I just spoil it? It's like, yeah, you ruined the magic a little. Okay, it's well. It's 2021. Woo! I'm like, I feel it <laughs> pulsing in my blood. We didn't my even, veins. I, w- I was going to say we did not really prepare for this episode, but it's more more me that didn't really prepare. Like, it sounds like a personal issue. And the reason is because we're talking about New Year's resolutions, some goals, you know, a New Year vibe. But the thing is that I don't have that many resolutions and goals. And that's kind of the whole point of what I was going to talk about Mm -hmm. is just like not having super specific expectations. I definitely have goals and things in mind, but I'm not looking to change a bunch of things about my life because I know from years past that it's not realistic to have super I don't know, just change so many areas of your life and be like, I'm starting January 1st. It just, definitely. usually you gotta be more realistic. I'm not saying you can't have lofty goals, but you know, you gotta put in an action plan. Dream small this year, guys. (laughs) Dream really small. No, well, first of all, we have a special announcement and we've talked about this before. And especially if you follow our Instagram at what we said podcast, but our Balance Boss course is coming out this month. Registration opens on the 7th of January at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I almost said Mountain Time, but it is Pacific Standard Time. So make sure that you guys are on the Balance Boss Instagram, the What We Said Instagram. You're following both of our individual Instagrams so you don't miss it, okay, when it comes out. So Balanced Boss is our like health and business platform, if you didn't know. So our podcast, we talk a little bit about health and business, obviously, because we're passionate about this type of stuff. But Balanced Boss is where we teach courses. We have other people that teach courses as well. And it's like our basically online learning platform. So if you're not familiar with it, and if you're wanting to, you know, get in a productive, motivated mindset, I would say just follow along with the Balanced Boss Co. Instagram 
just for free content because we post free health and business content if that's what you're into. But we're really excited. We've done this course three times yeah, at this point. This is our fourth time. This will be our fourth time. It's going to be a little bit different just because we have like, I don't know, personally, I have new books that I've read and kind of a twist on things that I've talked about, but it's the same concepts and like the same subjects we're speaking on just kind of switched up a little bit from last yeah. time. So it's still our Bounce Boss 1.0 course. Yes. For those of you who might've taken the course already, it is the same curriculum. Again, it is always a little bit different because we are speaking live to the camera. Um, and obviously things change. It's not we the have same new experiences. So yeah. we, we switch things up a little bit here yes. and there. But we follow the same themes for each lesson and it's going to be good. Okay. If you want to start your off with a bang to achieve those small or big dreams, make sure you sign up. Yes. To get, well, to get a little more niche, if they're like, what is the course even about? Let me give you, these are the eight sections. I'm not going to go into detail, but clarity, power of positivity, goals to action, comparison, motivation versus discipline, abundance mindset, accountability, and having fun. And Chelsea and I both talk about all of these subjects in the ways that they pertain to business. That's what I speak on. And then Chelsea talks about the ways in which all of these things pertain to health. So whether you're on a health journey, a business journey, or both, I personally think this course could benefit anyone, like literally anyone ever, because a lot of it is you can apply it to whatever stage you're at. But I think this is amazing for anyone who wants to be an entrepreneur, who wants to run their own business, who needs a little like pick me up or motivation. Or who maybe doesn't even know what their goals are and they're wanting some clarity on what and why they want the things that they want. Yes. Especially if you're like, I want to do something in this field, but I have no idea what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or like, I want to be an influencer, but I have no idea what I would even talk about. Like that's who this course is for. Or same with your health journey. If you're like, you're frustrated with your health and you know. Well, and we talk about it a million times on this podcast, but it's so like your health has so much to do with all the areas of your life. That's why they call it primary food, like your health or your career, your education, your finances, your creativity, your home life, your home environment. Everything is so synonymous with one another. So if your health is struggling, then you're going to notice it in other areas of your life and vice versa. If your, you know, relationship is struggling, you're going to notice your health and you're going to notice in all the different areas. So this is a really good course to kind of combine career and um, health aspects of life to really make them complement one another. Yes. Yes. I love this course personally. I'm excited. I'm I'm so excited. I'm so ready because it's been a few months, like how long has it been? Like five months at that point? Yeah, I think our last one was in August. Yeah. So it's been a while since we've had this and it is such a good part of my life. We cry a lot. We do cry a lot. (laughs) no. Not, yeah. not that much. I'm like, JC cries behind the scenes all the time. Cool. Okay, we're going to get into... No, first, I was saying, I was like, I want to share some quotes or like some things that have been motivating me recently. Just some things I've seen on social media, Pinterest, Instagram, whatever. So I'm going to share like a few little things that I think could, you know... Spark something. Spark something in you. So to whoever needs to hear this, do not be afraid of being a beginner. I think that's such an Aww. important thing to remember is that... All of us start out as beginners. Every single person that does anything in this world started out being a beginner. And I think a lot of us just want to jump to like yes, the being mid the best. section or to being the absolute <laughs> best. And the reality is that we can't skip steps. And that's something that we actually do talk about in the course too, is like there are building blocks and you cannot skip them. And even with my career, it's like, I've realized that I've been doing this stuff for 
like almost 10 years now. Yeah. Which is insane a long time. to me. But there's no way I could be where I am right now without all the experiences that I've had leading up. So just, yeah, don't be scared of being a beginner at whatever it is. It's like I talked about in our last episode, actually. Feels like we just recorded that two seconds ago almost <laughs> when I talked about um, when I started tennis and I was so frustrated with how bad I was and all my siblings and Nick's siblings were so good at it. And part of me was just like, oh, I, I just want to give up and not be it. Because I I also consider myself to be like an all or nothing person yeah. where if I'm not super good at something, I won't even try it. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try and I'm going to work at it. And it was very rewarding, mm-hmm. even more rewarding than if I started out being naturally good at it, honestly. Yes. So. I was going to say, that's how I'm going to feel one day about cooking and baking. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for my journey. I mentioned in the last episode how I've really grown to love cooking lately, but even still, I just can't make dinner and lunch and breakfast every single day. Like, who's expecting me to do that? Not me and certainly not Nick. (laughs) I like to include clean, delicious food in my routine sometimes. I just don't want to messy my kitchen and take 45 minutes to cook something up. And that's why I always keep my freezer stocked with Daily Harvest. We love Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. It takes just a few minutes to prepare and I never have to question if the food I'm eating is good for me. They never use preservatives, added sugar, or artificial ingredients. Daily Harvest works directly with farms to freeze their ingredients at peak ripeness to lock in nutrients and taste. With Daily Harvest, there's an option for any time of day. They have smoothies or oat bowls. You guys gotta try the apple and cinnamon oatmeal if you like oatmeal. I love this one. I make it all the time. And sometimes I'll post on my Instagram and people will be like, what's the recipe? And it's literally the easiest thing ever with Daily Harvest. So check that out. Um, so they have those options for tons of options for breakfast. Then they have crisp flatbreads for lunch or dinner, comfort food for when the weather starts to cool down. Like their perfectly roasted harvest bowls. We recommend the broccoli and cheese one or the sweet potato and wild rice bowl. Both are so, so good. And they're plant-based as well. And hearty soups. And I haven't tried their scoops yet, which is their plant-based ice cream, but the flavors look amazing. The pictures on the website in the cones, they They, look just immaculate. Yeah, they really uh, convince you with the photos for sure. Daily Harvest is also committed to minimizing their environmental impact, which we love. They're in the process of transitioning to 100% recyclable, plant-based, and renewable fiber packaging. So whether you're doing an at-home workout, going on a bike ride, or hike, Daily Harvest is the easiest way to eat undeniably delicious, clean food. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code what we said to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code what we said for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. That's dailyharvest.com. Okay, this is a quote by Ed Milet. If you remain obsessed about what others think about you, you will never reach your full potential. Mm. I think that's just something to keep in mind. Just stop thinking about, stop thinking so hard about what other people think about you because let me tell you something, it does not matter at all. And I know that sounds like you've heard that a million times, but when I truly let that resonate in me, it just like makes me feel so confident. Like I can literally just do whatever I want because no one's opinion matters. Yeah. It doesn't really matter, especially random people on the internet or something. It's like, it really just doesn't matter. Like as long as you know, you know you and you're confident, just let it go. Um, and and like you saying, if you remain obsessed with that, it's very hard to like reach your goals or like, it takes up your emotional real estate, honestly, like, and and your mental energy, um, space. Yes. And it just drains you completely. So don't have room to think about anything else, anything meaningful. Yes. Okay, there are people less qualified than you doing the things you want to do simply because they decide to believe in themselves. 
listen, there's probably you guys listening that would be much better podcasters than us. Yes. But you haven't done it because you're like, well, you know, this and that. I don't know about this. I don't know if I can get listeners. I don't know if I can get sponsors. I don't know if I can have the right equipment. Just stop with that. Okay. Start Just podcast. do it. Start the podcast. Just do what you want to do. Like, I can't stress this enough. And that's the reason that we are even, or like, I'm passionate about my side of, you know, the Balanced Boss course that we're teaching is like, I always mention this in the beginning. I'm like, there's nothing more disturbing to me than to know that like a majority of people in our nation go to work. I don't know if I should say majority, but I feel like a lot of them do not like their jobs. They dread going to work every day. They do it only to pay the bills and they just work super hard until they can retire. And then maybe then they can, you know, do the things they quote unquote want to do. Then they can travel and stuff like that. And like, I'm so glad that that's shifting because I feel like truly in our lifetime and our generation, the opportunities are amazing that like through social media and, you know, and our parent, I know for a fact, like our parents' generation and my grandparents' generation didn't have a lot of these types of opportunities. And like women didn't have a lot of these types of opportunities. And I just think we live at in a time where we have so much at our fingertips. Like if you are privileged enough to have your phone and the internet and stuff, it's like you have so much potential literally at your fingertips. And social media has just made way for so many different careers and so many people to do what they love and like own their own businesses. And to me, that's just something I'm so insanely passionate about is helping people find what they love and being able to love your job because- I feel like I am able to speak on that because I love my job. And like, sure, there are things about it that I'm not completely obsessed with. But at the end of the day, like I genuinely feel like I have my dream job right now. And so I want other people to feel that way because it has brought me so much like happiness and fulfillment. Um, That's like usually the spiel I give at the beginning of the little balance boss thing, but I'm just feeling compelled. Um, Okay, next did you really have a bad day or did you just have 10 to 20 minutes where you let your thoughts run undisciplined and it led you to a bad vibe that you let carry you away? And that's just something I need. That's something I need to keep in mind. Yeah. This is actually something that um, I talked to your dad about, JC's dad, Andrew, my life coach. (laughs) Three (laughs) intros every time. Um, The other day because I was saying, oh, I just feel like sometimes I take five steps forward and I'm doing so good. And I'm like, I'll never go back to that place. And then I'll, and then I'll have a session with him and I'm like, oh, this last week, I just feel like I've been in a weird place. I just feel like I've been off. And then we'll kind of talk about the week and I'll notice that I actually haven't been off. Like most of the time I've actually been feeling really good. But then there'll be moments where I like feel myself going back to a place or, you know, that most people say it like, I was just in a weird space or Mm -hmm. like something like that. And he will say, you will just have literal moments. Like, and he was even saying this because I was talking about social, social situations and how I'll hang out with someone for three hours and I'll have a 10 second interaction with them that I feel is a little awkward or that I, that I feel like, Ooh, maybe I offended them. Maybe I said something and no one laughed. Maybe I did something, you know, too crazy, whatever it is. And I'll leave that situation feeling like that was the majority. Like, I'll be like, oh, I just made a fool of myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm an idiot. And he was saying, are you really an idiot? Or did you just have a moment where you said something because you're a human being that didn't hit or, didn't, you know, right. just wasn't the best thing to say? But you literally forgot about the other two hours and 57 minutes that you were funny and that you were, you know, on your game per se. 
And that actually is something in relationships where they say, if two out of three interactions with your partner is negative, you feel like you have a bad relationship, even mm. though there is going to be that third that's really good. When you have the two out of three that are that are negative, you're going to feel like overall, I have a horrible relationship, which is why when you say things like always and you, you know, to your partner, like you always do this or you, or you never, never do this. They're like, what are you talking about? You feel like they do always do that, but they don't. So you kind of have to like keep that in perspective. Like sometimes you do this yes. and therefore, you know, more often than not lately, maybe I've felt this way. Yes. But anyways, that was a side note. Love that. Because that was something we just talked about. So true. Okay. Um, the last thing or the last little quote I had was, do something today that your future self will thank you for. And I think we've all probably heard that quote, but I actually read something else and I, I do not know where it was. I know it was on Instagram. Excuse me. I'm not going to bang my phone against the like table. She just hit me. <laughs> but I can't find it again. And I've been looking for it for a while because it really stuck with me, but I can't remember the exact way it was phrased. But I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast yet, but it said something to the effect. It was like some sort of quote that was like, all self-help can be boiled down to like one simple thing. And that's spending your time better, like spending your time basically more wisely. And to me, that was like a light bulb went off. And I was thinking it's so true. Like pretty much every book I read, the point of it is to get you doing things that are more useful for, for your goals and for your life and for your mental health and your well-being. And like we could pretty much all just benefit from using our time more wisely, like using our time better. So instead of scrolling on your phone for 30 minutes, do something that's a little bit, that's going to help Scroll you. Scroll on our Instagram pages <laughs> and like our photos. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, leave me a rating <laughs> and review. No, but just spend your time more wisely. Like yeah. that's something that I just feel like all of us, all of us need to be told that. Like, and I'm not Every saying day. you can never scroll on your phone, but just if you do have free time, spend it doing things that are getting you closer to your goals. Like do something today that your future self will thank you for. I always think about that with working out and sure I have rest days or if I'm really not feeling it or I don't feel good, I'm not going to like absolutely force myself. But I think about this a lot when I'm just feeling kind of lazy. I'm like, eh, I don't really like want to work out, but I do have the time and whatever. I think about this. I'm like, my future self will thank me for this. Like I want to be healthy and active. That is the life I want to live. And like when I'm older, I also want to be healthy and active. I want to start now. So to me, thinking about that helps me in the moment yeah. to be like, yes, I'm going to do this because I will feel really good. And I know that I will from past experiences. Well, and I think it's more so even like deeper than that is like spending each moment presently where, you know, kind of how we've been talking about, like you can do things that are productive per se, but then what you're actually working for is like being present and being happy. And so if you're spending your time doing something, maybe you are scrolling on Instagram, but you're bringing awareness to things and you're like, you know, noticing what you're doing without judgment and you're feeling happy. It's like spend more moments doing that where you're in your body and you're like very present and you're um, noticing things around you. And even if it's just saying like, I'm scrolling on my phone right now, I'm sitting on my bed. I'm sitting on my bed in Los Angeles, California, a place that I've always wanted. And you just kind of go on to that little mind Tangent. trip, I guess. It just makes each little thing you do, whether you think it's a big thing or not, more meaningful. Yeah. Something Chelsea and Beth and I actually have been talking about a lot is like phone addiction and just 
And I think that's definitely one of my huge goals this year. I've The thing is, is I almost just feel like a broken record talking about this because I know I talk about it a lot with you, with Beth, and maybe even on the podcast, but it's like, that is by far in a way, my biggest addiction is my phone and social media. And we were talking the other day about how our thumbs just go to the Instagram app and, yeah. and we'll be doing that for, we'll be scrolling for 30 minutes and literally don't even know we're doing it until we like almost snap out of it. And we're like, oh my gosh, we just, I've been doing that for 30 minutes when that wasn't even on my radar. I wasn't planning on doing that. I didn't have any reason to go to the app. And now I basically wasted, here. Yeah. I'm here and I've wasted my time, like frankly. And I think for me, I mean, just going on to like one of my first goals is to just be really intentional about the information that I'm consuming because I truly don't believe that human beings were meant to consume this much information on a daily basis. And I think for different personality types, it affects people differently. And for me, it overwhelms my mind so much that I cannot do the things I actually want to do. Like, I don't know. I can't, when I'm on my phone all day scrolling, especially mindlessly, like you're saying, I, when I'm not even aware really, and I'm not even in my own like body body at that point. I'm just like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And then an hour has gone by and I'm like, oh, to me, that is unproductive. And to me, yeah. that does, it's not, you know, taking me closer to my goals. If I'm on social media with a purpose, even if it is to see what everyone's up to, that's fine. As long as you are like aware and conscious of what you're doing, it's really the scary thing to me is when I'm just completely unaware and I just it's an addiction. My thumb is just on the app. And I'm like, what? I yeah. didn't want to do that. I was trying to go to my messages for something else. I know. It's very scary. It's terrifying, actually. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. It's spooky. <laughs> yeah. But that's something I, I'm working on. And like, I'm really trying to figure out ways that I, that I can work on that the best, like kind of take the best mm -hmm. route. But I don't know. I mean, I think definitely, and this is kind of goes along with it. I'm just trying to like have my mornings at least. Like I don't want to be rushed by the internet. I don't yeah. want to wake up and have Bombarded. that be my first thing. Um, and this goes, I have like one little actually last quote to share. And then you can share your um, first goal. But it says, you become a master of your life when you learn how to control where your attention goes. Value what you give your energy and time to. I just think plain and simple. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just all need to be more aware and, and control where our attention goes. Like we have to realize we're in control of our own mind, like our own body and mind for the most part. I know certain mental illnesses, like, you know, you can feel definitely out of control. So there's that, but I'm just saying like, we need to understand that. I don't know. We, we have the control. More to often be, than not, we have the capabilities to um, make choices for ourselves. Yes. And to just, just know what benefits you and what doesn't. Yeah. Mostly. And focus on that. I'm in. That's the end. Cool. <laughs> um, no, I wanted to kind of talk about really quick before we get into our specific New Year's resolutions and kind of share that with you guys. I wanted to share something that's really valuable that we actually dive into in the Balance Boss course, but I want to give you guys a little bit... Um, of a takeaway as well. Yeah. So these are objectives and key results. And um, this is actually something that the founder of Intel, I believe, I can't remember his name at the top of my head, and I don't want to like say it wrong. So I'm not going to say anything, came up with. And 
it's a way to measure and plan basically and prepare for success. And they do it obviously in their business. They do it for quarterly goals, but I really like using it in my um, health coaching and Mm -hmm. it's what I do with all my clients. And I've actually started to do this today. I was kind of like sitting down. I took some time to write down all of my year goals. Like what do I want at the end of this year to have accomplished and kind of use the OKRs, the objectives and key results. And it worked. I feel like I felt a lot better about this year's resolutions than um, years past because it actually made me make an actual plan for doing it. Not just like, I hope by the end of the year I do this. And then just hopefully it just manifests in my life. Instead, I really wrote down and broke things down into actionable steps. So OKRs, let me give you a brief little rundown. Objectives are your big idea goals. These are qualitative, not quantitative. So these are the goals that you have, like big picture. Make them very motivational, inspirational, and almost like they're 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 out of reach a little bit, but not completely out mm-hmm. of reach. So for my 12-month objectives, basically for the year, I was just writing down how I want to feel. So so focus on how you want to feel day to day and a year from now, and not just like, I want to have this, I want to have this. I have my clients write down, like, how do you want to feel at the end of our program? What does your day-to-day routine look like? I want to wake up and um, kind of talk about it in, like, as if it's happening right now. So Also, can I, I just say, it's, like, so fun to do that. Yeah, I it is very like fun I feel like it just it. gives you all the good feelings to be like, I want to do, you know, I want to wake yeah. up and feel like this. I want to drink a big glass of water, whatever, yeah. and get very specific with it. it no, feels- for sure. Like you're already living that life and you're just like, yes, that is what I want. And that's the point is to, and also when I tell my clients to do this, I'll be like, okay, don't say I want to and don't say I will. Don't say I'm going to say I am doing this. And then they'll start and then they'll start to say like, well, and I hope that I'm going to be, and I'm like, no, 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 stop. (laughs) Say I am doing this. Like this is what I do. And that even more so feels like you've already done it. And so it makes it feel more doable. It won't, it'll help you not procrastinate because again, if something feels doable, it's not as easy to push it aside. So say, for example, some of mine were, I wake up, I have a very grounding morning routine. I, you know, journal, I write down what I'm grateful for. I read a little excerpt from either like a religious thing that I have, or maybe a book. I go to the kitchen, I open my blinds, I get sunlight. I take my vitamins, I make myself a matcha, I walk my dog um, around my block and my block has the most beautiful views. It's the amazing weather here. Um, I come back, you know, just get your whole day like Mm -hmm. that. And you start to feel like, I literally just feel like I just did that, even though I'm sitting here in a very uncomfortable stool. (laughs) Dude, our necks are dead. Like <laughs> our backs right now. We need help. Yeah. That is a New Year's resolution is getting comfy. We've got to make that a priority. We've I'm got serious. To, we've got to. Um, I'm like, you've got to turn your <laughs> studio into something else. But I was going to say, we, we've we got to get like a comfy couch in here yes, or something. We, do. we really do. It's hard because we do Balance Boss here. So yes. it's perfect for Balance Boss. But then when we do our podcasting stuff, we don't want to move the mic. So we just sit in our stools. And literally right now, me and JC are trying so hard to keep good posture, but... Oh, I've, me? Anyways. I'm not trying. Well, I'm, I'm a hunchback trying to keep of my dog. back semi-supported. Yes. It's, in these. There's it's no back the support on these, you guys. Not no back support. one ounce of back it's support. It's just a little wood circle, basically, we're sitting on. <laughs> feels awesome when you're podcasting for three hours. <laughs> yeah. Feels really good. Anyway, so that's your objective, okay? So um, I break this down into multiple areas. 
And in the course, we'll, we'll really get into it with the health aspect, but mm-hmm. kind of just write down what you want in life. Like, yeah. what do you want a year from now? I want to, um, oh, see, <laughs> it's so easy to do it. Remind yourself not to do it. Like I, let's see, what area? I have a flourishing business and I feel really fulfilled in my day-to-day life in my career. Like that's a great overall, something you can't measure. And then you have those. And from that base, basically, you're going to make a plan. These are your key results. And your key results are things that you can measure. So these are quantitative. So say um, you have something with your business. These are things that you can make numbers, okay? So say, you know, for listeners, maybe we want a certain number of listeners. And you can break these down for the year. This is what I did. I did 12-month key results. I did six-month, three-month, and one-month. So in 12 months, how many... Say I want a hundred listeners. I'm like, that's all we get. <laughs> I'm like, say we, say I want a hundred downloads on something, okay? For my 12 months. That's what I write down. So that in 12 months from now, I can look at that number and say, did I do this? Yes or no. It's not a matter of if I didn't do this, I'm the worst person. I'm a failure. It's just a direction we're going in, okay? It's in an intention, not an expectation. We don't have any emotional attachment to the outcome. It's a direction. And I feel like I have to repeat that a million times just so people can really you know, ingrain it into their minds. So you have your 12 months, say it's hundred, then you break that down halfway. And six months from now, I want to have 50 downloads a month um, or 50 downloads total, whatever it is. And then you break that down again into three months, 25 downloads. In three months, I want to have 25 downloads. In one month, I want to have, you know, 10 one third of that. Yeah. Something like that. And I did that today with all of my goals and it kind of takes a second, but it made me First of all, realize which ones were realistic and which ones weren't. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, then that means I have to do this in a month. Maybe I should make it a little bit less. But even if it's high and you're like, maybe I won't reach that exact goal, you'll get closer to that number than if you never made a goal in the first place. Yes. And it's extremely powerful and helpful and useful to write your goals down on a piece of paper or on your notes app or, you know, something like that. It's extremely important to do that. And like you said, it shows you what's realistic or not. For example, if you had the goal of saving $10,000 by Mm -hmm. the end of the year, let's say, and then you're like, okay, in six months, can I save 5,000? And then you really start to break it down. And then with your salary, you're kind of doing the math and you're like, oh my gosh, I can do that. Like with the amount of money I make, I can do that. And that's very empowering. It's like, but when you just don't look at things and you don't really like make goals, you're so much less likely to... I don't know, just get there because you're not thinking about that. You're not setting that intention or setting aside the money that you want to save or whatever. And again, it's like, if you get to the end of the year and you've saved 7,000, good job. That's more than zero. That's more than zero. And, And because you set those expectations at the beginning of the year, you got to that place. Like I've heard it a million times that when you write down your goals, they are so much more likely to happen. And I 100% believe it because anytime Leif and I have been like, oh yeah, we should, we should save more. It's like, we don't make any changes. Yeah, exactly. But when we sit down and we budget and we're like, this is the reason we're saving. This is what we're saving for. This is how much we need. We're so much more likely to put that money aside every month or every time we get a paycheck because we have a goal in mind. Yeah. 100%. It's extremely, um, useful for you guys to just take a couple minutes to make the plan. And I know it sounds a little bit daunting to do the 12 month, six month, three month, but I promise you it's not. I thought that actually today when I started, because I was going through all of them, I went through finances, career, health, and just like home life and home environment. And sometimes I have ones that I just want to continue. So maybe it's not 
like I want to do this a number of times at 12 months. For example, my cooking and cleaning, I was saying I want to make at least four dinners a week and then clean for 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night. And I just want to continue that for the year. Yeah. So that's just something that I want to continue that it just is the same throughout. So it's not like I want to build up to doing five hours of cleaning in the morning right. or something. But um, yeah, you can do it in whatever way feels the best. But I promise you, this will be so helpful when you're trying to make goals that number one, you can carry out and that you can kind of see, is this possible for me or is this not? And also to be able to measure that and again, get you in a good direction. So a story that I heard when I first kind of learned about OKRs was Google set, um, and I think I might have told this on the podcast before, but I'm telling it again. They set um, goals for themselves when they first started their search engine, Google basically. And they had a certain number for the first quarter. They were like, okay, we want to get 100,000 users or 100,000 clicks or whatever it was. And the quarter went by and they only had like 50,000. And they're like, okay, they don't get beat up because again, there's no emotional attachment to that 100,000 number. That's just the direction they're trying to go. So they got 50,000 and they're like, okay, next time, we're not going to stick to 100,000. We're going to aim even higher than that. We're going to go 200,000. Next quarter, we want 200,000, whatever clicks. And so the next quarter went by, they got 150,000. So they passed their first goal, but their next goal was still higher. So they were like, okay, raise it again. Let's go to 500,000 this next quarter. That's how many we want. So they're working towards that 500,000 at the end of the quarter, they had like a million or 2 million or something like that. They had completely surpassed their goal. And that just kind of is, first of all, there to give you hope to be like, this is extremely helpful with weight loss, especially when people are trying to do it in a healthy way. Sustainable weight loss is not a diet. There are people who do try to lose weight for health reasons. And I'm not saying you have to, you should, anything like that. But there are people who that's their goal for the year. They want to feel, you know, they feel like they their doctor recommended it to them and that's what's something they really want to get done. So they'll set a number and then they don't reach that number in the first month or so, they're like, oh, I wanted to lose, you know, four pounds this month, but I only lost two. You've still lost two pounds. Right. That four pounds is not there to be like, are you a good person this month? Are you worthy? No, that's not what it's there for. It's just a direction you're going in. You're working towards losing weight. That's your goal at the very end is to feel healthier, whatever it is that you're struggling with. So just keeping that in mind as you're creating these New Year's resolutions. But I love now that. we can kind of get into ours. I mean, I kind of shared a couple of mine, but yeah. You want to go first? Sure. I mean, I said the disconnect more, be more intentional. So mm-hmm. I think I kind of already went over that. My next thing is to have no expectations, but plan things to look forward to. I firmly believe that we all need things to look forward to in life. And it doesn't have to be a trip to Europe. It can literally be a picnic with your boyfriend or your husband on a Thursday afternoon. But I think that's really helpful for me is to have things like fun things to look forward to, especially with just how this past year has gone. I'm like, we just need some happiness and some fun. Mm -hmm. And you can get that again in a lot of different ways. If you have your close friends over for a 2000s girls movie night, like that's something we want to do soon. And it's just like just planning those things and being intentional about planning them. Because I just saw one of my friends the other day and we were talking about how Like we need to see each other more, but we just don't plan it. And so we just go months without seeing each other because we don't make a plan. 
And I have multiple friends like that where we're such close friends, but I just don't see them very often because we're both busy. Life gets in the way. We don't live super, super close to each other, you know, just far enough away to where we're not, you know, heading over to each other's house every day. And I just think I'm just trying to make that more of a priority is just planning fun things to look forward to and just have like one thing a month that's fun, whether it's a little game night or a little road trip or a night at the beach where we get pizza to go. Like, I don't know. I'm just like, I want to do more things. Yeah, I'm with you. I'll go with you. Okay, thank you. Okay, well, I already talked about my um, staying consistent with my cleaning schedule. And I'm especially saying this because it's been very recent, like I've said. It's only been a couple weeks that I've been doing this. So it's not like I've really ingrained this habit into me. I just want to keep doing it because I feel like this cleanliness thing that this cleanliness kick that JC and I have been on. I'm like, we've talked about how it just goes into every other area of life. It It makes you want to work more. It makes you want to, um, it it makes you feel more relaxed when you actually are like watching a movie. I'm not like looking at the dishes in the kitchen and it makes me want to cook more. It makes the mornings more relaxing. It just helps all around. It makes you also want to have people over. I was thinking about that when you came over for dinner because I was thinking like, Not that I even would care specifically with you. Like, it's not like you're going to be like judging me if I had dirty dishes in the sink or something. But I was thinking, because my house is clean right now, like, I'm excited to like have you over and we get to eat dinner together. And it's like, if my house was just a mess and there was stuff everywhere, I feel like I just like, oh, sorry, just ignore that. You know what I mean? Yes, 100%. This makes everything better. While we're on the topic of that, I'm just going to, I have the same, basically the same exact goal to keep that going. And I just wanted to share a few little things, like little minute details of things I'm going to try to uphold that goal. Like basically do nighttime and morning cleanups, like you Mm -hmm. mentioned. I think that's key. Like, yeah. And having a time where you're like, you just start it. Because once you start it's easy to continue and mm-hmm. you want to continue. But just starting the cleaning is the hardest part. Sorry. Yes. Going. Well, I was just going to say, it, it makes it more sustainable that way because then it never gets to a point where you're like, oh my gosh, this is insane. Like if every night you are doing the dishes and putting them in the dishwasher or putting them away, like then every morning you wake up, there's no dishes in the sink. It's yeah. like, I mean, common sense, but it just never really gets like too far if you're just sticking with it. And so I think- that's been game changing for me is at night, just kind of cleaning everything up for the most part. Granted, it's like my closet's still not, not yeah. organized. It's like not every single room is going to be spotless at all times. Our office is still not clean. Like we need to organize this space and stuff, which is another, you know, little goal. But basically do nighttime and morning cleanups. I think that's game changing. And then for me specifically, doing routine closet cleanouts, I think is really necessary yes. for me. Oh my gosh, same. Because currently my closet, I just showed it on a recent vlog, is just like so, actually by the time you're listening to this, it's probably cleaned up by now because when the new year started, I wanted to have a clean organized closet. But um, my organized, or my, sorry, my closet is color coded and I've loved having that, but it gets to a point like every few months where there's just too much stuff in there And it looks disastrous because there's just not enough space. Like I don't have a huge closet as it is. So it's like when there's too much, there's too much. And I start having to just pile stuff in because there's no place to hang it and there's no drawer for things to fit in. So I feel like, again, common sense to just go through my closet every few months because when I do that, then there's extra space. And then if I ever add something, I need to take something away, which is like, I think something in the magic of tidying up, right? Um, I don't know about that, but 
I've just heard that before. Oh yeah, wait. Um, Whitney said that on our podcast that she does that. Okay. Well, yeah, I was gonna say she even I think does if she adds something, she takes two things away. Oh yeah, which I think is honestly pretty smart. Yeah. Like, well, actually, after she said that, that's I also have a very tiny closet, and there's another problem that has come from this actually, but <laughs> I've never bought more hangers, so I only have a certain number of hangers in my closet. And when I'm doing my laundry and I do and I have all of my shirts hung up, like there's always a couple, so then I have to go okay. What shirts do I want to give up to put like these new one in when I get like in the mail or something? Mm-hmm. So then I have to take something out of my closet in order to actually hang up my new thing that I have to hang up. Right. And then I end up being like, I actually never wear this anyways. Like, but that actually leads me to one of mine for the new year is to clean out my garage because I have so much clothes that me and Nick are always like, let's sell all these. Like, let's put them on Depop. Like we, so long. Yeah. And they're and it's because they're all like newer and I haven't worn them that much. And then also I want to save them for like my sisters to go through so that they can like get something. Cause I'm like, I I genuinely wore this once and it's still good, you know, and it's still cute. So that is going to be a huge task to go through our garage because there's a lot of clothes, very unorganized. Like uh, unfortunately, a garage is the best and worst thing to happen. It is. It is. You just throw things in there. When we cleared ours out to do our garage gym, I was like, this is kind of beautiful because it yes. took us like days to clear it out. And we got rid of so much stuff. Yeah, you so have a big garage. Stuff. We have a big garage. We got rid of so much stuff, but it led us to keep only the things we actually use and need. Like we got rid of a bike that we're just like, we never use this. What? I wanted the bike. You what got rid bike? Of it? You didn't want the one we got rid of. The, the beach cruiser? No, we have two beach cruisers. Oh. We literally have like five bikes and oh. one of them were like, we do not need this. Like, you know what I mean? It's I'm like, just, I thought that was my Christmas present. I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, it just goes just, in my garage. doesn't move. Yeah. It just got, we got rid of so much stuff. It felt so yeah. amazing. I guess that's kind of a majority of my stuff as far as like how I'm planning to clean and organize. I mm-hmm. really want to just stick with the like morning and night thing. I think yeah. that really is like key. And and then I just hope that none of, I mean, I don't want to say my, none of my rooms will ever get super messy, but it's like, if I am sticking to that, I just hope that it's like more manageable and none of the rooms in my house are ever like, oh my gosh, yeah. this is going to take me now three days to go through. I know. I, one of mine for the cleaning is to reread the magic of tidying up and to do that with my house because I'm lucky enough that my house is tiny. Mm-hmm. So I only have a couple of little like closets and stuff that are packed. My garage is the main one, but then I have like one or two other drawers that are kind of like, eh, things are piling up, especially yes. like PR things. And again, I don't even get that much, but they they pile up. And yes. then I'm like, oh, I always ha- try and organize them into like skincare and hair care. And then what I use and I try and like, oh, it just gets so disastrous. It gets disastrous. And like, I know I rarely even talk about this because I feel like if it was taken out of context and it would just be taken completely the wrong way and people would think I was the most ungrateful person. But it's like when you do have this job and a lot of companies are sending you products to try, you do start getting just your space starts getting crammed if you were to keep everything. And that's Mm -hmm. why I love to do like giveaways with it and stuff too. Not all the products get, but some of them because sometimes, and I think personally that brands need to actually like kind of stop doing this specifically, but they will send you like the whole line, the entire line, which is like very kind of them to send. But sometimes I've gotten packages that will be like every shade of foundation in their collection. Yeah. You're like, and it's like 10 pounds. And I'm like, that is such a waste because I'm going to be one or two of these shades. So now I have to go through all of them and, you know, like I'm going to donate them or whatever, but it's like, 
when that's happening every day, like I would genuinely say that we get like at my house, probably I would say an average of five packages a day. And when that's incoming and you're trying to keep a minimal clean house, it's like, it is hard to yeah. keep on top of it. It genuinely is. And that's lots not of to boxes, say I don't appreciate trash, it. Yeah. That's not to say I don't appreciate the those things because I absolutely do. But it's just this like conflicting thing. And I know a lot, pretty much every influencer I know feels the same way where it's like, it gets overwhelming. And you have so many boxes. We only have one um, recycling bin. And every single time we, we've thought about like, we have to get a second one somehow because with the boxes there, it's impossible. Yeah, we you have to we, break them down. We have to the break them things. down. And Leif does it literally every single day. And it takes him like 45 minutes to break down all the boxes. He has to cut them into pieces so we can fit them all. Because if we were to keep the boxes how they were, it would fill up in yeah, two, two seconds. <laughs> oh man. So it's like a whole thing, but that's like another element where it's like, when you get things like that, you do have to start getting rid of things. Yeah. Otherwise your house is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Um, I also need a new vacuum. So if anybody has any great vacuum wrecks. Dyson. Duh. It's the best yes. vacuum on earth. I also was thinking maybe of getting the, um, what is that? The Roomba? Mm, yeah. I don't have Just one, for but. dog hair. Like just to constantly be picking up my dog hair. But yeah, if anyone has any good um, like pet hair specific vacuums, um, rug, we have wood floors, so we only have rugs. But yeah, anyways. In, in terms of health resolutions for the year, my main one is to stay consistent with my morning routine because I feel like that just sets the ground for my entire health, really. Mm -hmm. Mentally, physically, because it has like, again, like I said in the last episode, I feel like this past year I was good at like 75% of the time I did my morning routine. And right now it kind of looks like I, so I wake up and the first thing that I do is like read my scriptures basically is like, or like a little devotional kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, it's called come follow me. And so I'll just read a little bit of that. It's not super long. Like I'm not sitting there studying like for an hour. It's actually only about like 10 to 15 minutes, but I feel like that lets my eyes kind of adjust a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously puts me in a good mood right away. And then I journal, I've been doing the daily stoic one sometimes, otherwise I'll just write in my notes and then um, what I want to do now is to kind of like have a moment to go drink my water, take my vitamins, then walk Sophie, which I've been doing, and then add the yoga in, whether it's Abby's two-week yoga course available on balanceboss.co, or if I get her to send me specific ones for the rest of my life every <laughs> single day. But it's it's been so good, just like even 20 minutes. I would love to do an hour of yoga every morning if I have time. Um, because Abby says like, and like 90 minutes is actually most beneficial, but sometimes wow. you just don't have time for that. Yeah. Um, so, and then make my breakfast and, and, um, like my matcha, if I'm making matcha or whatever, because I do love the, like the ritual of that. Yes, I agree. And then sit down and do like my emails for work because that's been, I've been doing that for the past couple of weeks, like the, um, in that specific order. And it's been so nice. And again, like I said, the yoga has really been the cherry on top. Like mm -hmm. it's been the physical, cause I walk Sophie. But um, sometimes I'll listen to podcasts or something. So the the yoga has been like the really grounding it's meditation grounding. movement um, of it. So I I agree. I mean, honestly, our our goals are pretty much exact. Like my next one is stick to my morning routine, which is honestly fairly similar to yours. And I think I just want to. I think the number one thing going back to the phone thing is just not not getting on my phone first thing because that's something that even though I still stick to a pretty good morning routine, I just still a lot of times I'll get on my phone. I'd say yeah. like half the time I'll still just get on my phone because I'm just feeling Again, really like tired. If, you, if your alarm goes off, it's hard to like 
literally your thumb just goes to that. Yeah. And also it has been my habit for so long that like Instagram or TikTok wakes me up. Like I have my alarm, you know, on my phone. So I will get my, grab my phone to stop it. And then I will just get on because it like wakes my mind up. And that's what like can kind of propel me out of bed. Um, And that's been my habit for a long time, even though I preach about not getting on your phone and I genuinely try not to, but there are just days when I just feel like I'm not strong enough to like fight it. And so that's truly, again, I'm, I'm trying to just stick with like one main intention at a time to where I'm not like, okay, I'm going to add in this, 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 this. So I feel like I have a pretty solid morning routine other than that. Like once I'm up, if I have not gotten on my phone, my morning routine is like so solid. Like I get up and I do my workout and I go on a walk and like I have all this stuff. I do want to be journaling and like reading more definitely in the morning. And I've started reading more in the mornings and I absolutely love it. But Mm -hmm. that hasn't been my routine all year. That's been like on and off. But it definitely, I absolutely love reading in the morning. So yeah. Anyway, stay tuned for my more specific morning routine journey. But my next thing, and I think you're going to say the same thing, or maybe you already even talked about it, is just like making food at home more often. And I need to be more specific, like you had said, like four dinners a week. I would say mine would probably be starting with like three dinners a week and definitely doing all my um, breakfasts at home, which I've pretty much always done breakfast at home. But I started getting to the point where I would even like Postmates breakfast yeah. because I was just like, I it was so lazy. So I'm going to definitely like make it a goal to grocery shop and write down the meals that I have planned for that week because I feel like that's the best way that I can just uh, run things. Yeah. Like if I will sometimes get a lot of groceries, but I don't, I almost forget like why I got certain yes. items and then they go bad because I didn't oh, write it down. And when you get them thinking, maybe I'll just add this into a meal. Never happens. You will never remember. It's just a waste of produce. Yes. It's like you have to literally plan every single item you get from the grocery store and when you're going to eat it almost. Yes. Like Not I, when, but like what you're going to eat it with. Yes. I will literally plan out like, okay, I got pasta with red red sauce and this like cashew cream that I'm going to add into the red sauce to make it like creamy with spinach and asparagus on the side. Like I literally have to yeah. write that down. Yes, or same. else I, because I'll think that in my head, I'll get all those ingredients and then I'll forget about the cashew cream and I will forget about the asparagus. I'll even do that for sandwiches. Like I have to write down like, because I'll go to the grocery store and in my mind, if I don't write it down, I'll be like, okay, what should I add into my, my sandwiches? Like I'll just get a bunch of veggies. I'll be like, oh, this will be cool to add. Yeah. And then it's something new, like um, like uh, sprouts or something, yeah. like alfalfa sprouts. And then I'll put it in my drawer and then the next week I go to the grocery store and I come back and I'm loading in my groceries and I pull the drawer open and it's literally rotting. And I'm like, why the heck didn't I remember that I, I wanted to add that? You have to write it down. I'm yeah. telling you. I, I at least have to. Yeah. No, I have to too. That's It's been extremely helpful to me. And also when I plan recipes that are new, it excites me. Because mm-hmm. um, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'll just make the same things over and over again. I'm like, no. So I've been like trying to do new things. What I make literally once a week is my no queso mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And also Nick loves it. So that's why I make it as well. And you can add so many things to it. To, mm-hmm. And the um, sauce ingredients are literally vegetables. It's just red chili pepper, ca- uh, cauliflower, and chipotle peppers, and literally just water. And then that's the sauce. And then um, you can add nutritional yeast to it, but it's so good and like spicy. And you can add greens to it, broccoli to it, asparagus, whatever greens you want to add to it. But so good. Um, so if you can get like a couple down that you can make every week, you know the ingredients and then a couple new ones. I feel like that's a good place to start. At least that's where I'm trying to start again. That's my goal. 
Um, and then I have for, um, I want to try, and maybe we can have this together. Literally okay. just gives you one. Like, okay, um, a new goal. I'm like, you have to play pickle with <laughs> me every day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> great. No. Um, I want to make a green juice every single Sunday morning because I feel like that's, I always, again, I'll buy stuff to make green juice yes. and then I'll forget. Oh, I did that two weeks ago and I yeah. was so mad. I bought kale and yeah. beets and I freaking forgot. Yeah. So I always try and find a time to do it. And Saturday mornings, I'm going to try and make like a new breakfast. That's, you know, maybe a little more sugary. Like this morning I made French toast sticks and they were so freaking good. You guys, I shared the recipe on my Instagram. It's probably my, one of my highlights, but it was so good and definitely no vegetables or fruits involved. Well, actually there was a, there was banana and, and almond milk, but it was very fried. Let's just say that, but it was so good. So I want to do that on Saturday morning. So like a good, have some a kind of tradition thing. But yeah, I want to make a green juice on Sundays. That's a good time. I my like juicer that. just freaking sits in the back of my Yes, thing, I always forget and too. And I'll buy like ginger and turmeric root and all this fun stuff. And then I just forget. I know. That's a really good one. I Okay. I actually only have one left. Okay. And that is to work on a passion project. So that that's like, I really didn't do that this year, I feel like at all. Like, I mean, granted, it's like I'm passionate about everything I do, but I mean, all of it kind of was like planned business ideas with you or with like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, I didn't really work on anything that was just like for me, that was like a project that I had dreamed up that I wanted to do. And so I already have something in mind. Actually, I haven't told you about it yet. And I'm not going to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> cool. No. I, I, it's my own podcast. Um, literally. Wait, I'm starting my own podcast. It's what I said. No, but I have something in mind. Wait, are you going to tell us? No. Oh. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to be that person, but I big don't. Big things are coming? Big things are coming. I don't want to say it because then literally I feel like that's the point is that if I say it, then it like is going to now have an expectation on it. And then now I'm not going to want to do it. Like yeah. I have to keep it personal. And I, it's just something that I've been thinking about a lot lately that I'm like genuinely something I'm excited for that isn't super, I don't know. It's, it, I guess it is a business thing. It's a businessy thing-ish. I don't know. I'm being annoying now, but yeah. Anyway, I'm just excited to work on something that is for me yeah, and that has absolutely no rules and that no one is giving me a deadline or a timeline or any parameters. Like I'm literally just creating this thing because I want to. And it's something that I've like, that I Ooh, dreamed of. I'm excited to hear it. Are you going to so, tell me? Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay. So anyway, I'm working on that. And I feel like that is going to be hopefully something that again, because it doesn't have a deadline or anything, I don't want it to stress me out. I yeah. never want it to be a cause of stress. I just want it to be fun. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I don't really have any more other than just to be present more often. And mm -hmm. I feel like since that's something I've been working on so much this year, I just really want to like drill it into my head to be present more often. And I feel like, again, when I feel better, I think better and therefore I do better things. So it's just the recipe to life. And I just want to continue like doing the things that I'm doing and just be more intentional with them. Because again, that's what we said last time at the beginning of 2020 was just be more intentional. That was my main resolution for this year. And I feel like I actually did pretty dang good at it. And I just want to get better at it. Yeah. I was going to say, luckily, it's actually really timely, like last New Year's. And I don't know, I haven't gotten listened to our last New Year episode, but we both, like, I remember I had said like this New Year, it just feels different to me. Like for some reason, yeah. I don't have any super specific, like, you know, hustle goals. Like I really just want to be happier and blah, blah, blah. And like, 
little did we know what that year would become. And I just think like it was almost meant to be that way. And I'm proud of both of us because I think we both have become happier, more present people who are like just fulfilled by what we do. And it's like, that is literally my main goal. So congrats to you. I have one more surface level resolution. Okay. To be more hydrated, but not so hydrated. Why is that so selfish? I said surface level. Oh, surface level. I don't know why I thought you yeah. said selfish. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like well, that is kind of selfish, but yeah. I'm like, I want all the water to myself. <laughs> no, it's just a surface level thing. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm telling you, the freaking, the straw lid on the Hydro Flask is game changing, except then everyone messaged me, you're going to get wrinkles now all over your lips. Yeah. I'm like, cool. I did hear that about straws, but I use them for my matcha in the morning, so I don't care. I use them nonstop now. For some reason, I'm yeah. like loving straws at the moment. Even yeah. when I just drink water straight up, I will use a straw like in my own glass because I got cute glass straws and they're so fun. You know what actually is my, has been my favorite water bottle this year that I actually had for a while was the Voss, like glass water oh, yeah. bottles that people have because it's long and skinny. Mm-hmm, I do and like that. I actually brought it around with me for like a couple weeks and I liked that the mouth was a little bit small. Because, yeah. And, and because, I guess, uh, we'll, we'll yeah, see. well, my mouth is small. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I was going to say, I literally for some reason feel like more than most people when I drink water, I spill it like on my lips. And I always joke that it's because I have like the thinnest lips ever, like thin as paper. So like <laughs> the water just literally comes down. Like I try so hard. Like I'll drink from a cup, just water, no ice. Like it's not like the ice hits my face, you know. I just, it just like tri- trickles down my mouth and I'm like, am I two years old? <laughs> Anyways, we'll see what I get for Christmas. We'll see if I get a good water bottle for Christmas. Yeah, that's great timing of this episode. Christmas is yeah. long and gone after they listen to this yeah. one. But, well, that's what I'm saying. I hope by, I hope by now I am hydrated. Okay, good. In my new water bottle. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. We love a hydrated queen manifesting her water bottle. Um, okay, well, thank you guys for listening. That's going to be all for today. We hope you guys feel inspired. Sorry this wasn't funny. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, Hope you're feeling jazzed about the new year and motivated to, you know, get your goals going this (laughs) year. You know, be you. Be you. No specific expectations. If you guys are interested in our Balance Boss course, it's going to be a fun time. I want you guys to know it's also fun. It's not just like so serious. Like we laugh a lot in it. It's really a fun time. So if you guys are interested... It is launching this week or the registration is going up this week. So go to Balanced Boss Co or our What We Said podcast Instagram and it will lead you to everything. But definitely check that out if you are interested, if you're in a rut or anything. I genuinely feel like it could help you out and I hope it does. That's why we created it. So yeah, but we love you guys. We hope you have an amazing Tuesday. And that's That's what what we said. said. Goodbye. Goodbye.